I'm Mike Bridenstine, and these guys fuck, and I have listened to Nuntake. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, at least he caught it early. I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, you know what? Here's a good spot. This was a particularly bad case of somebody being cut in half. Actually, that was a pretty normal case of being cut in half. <laughs> that was actually probably the best case. Yeah, about two minutes into the show, we could start over. So, uh, yeah, normally, so I have a couple of um, like questions that I thought I could ask you at the end of the show. They're kind of interactive. They're kind of fun. And I wasn't sure which one I wanted to use for the end of the show. I'll let you choose when we get there. But uh, okay. Neither of them felt like good show openers. And then like a half hour ago, uh, Christian sent this to me. Um, and it, it's, so it's a question, uh, and I'll ask you, I have my answer, but I'm curious to hear what you say. So, uh, okay. you're in an arena. Don't ask me why you're in an arena. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's like one of these squid games. I think I never watched squid game. Mm. Uh, you didn't watch in, squid games. No, no. Wow. I don't like okay. it. No, they talk funny and they look different than me. So <laughs> God, <geez>. <laughs> okay. Scott Adams. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do? What did I, get I just, to it. No, oh, it's in the headlines? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, good. I, I haven't looked at the headlines. Sometimes I show up as a listener. Um, all right, so uh, you're in an arena. By the way, I should, have, I should have called you that, by the way. That was rude. I, I shouldn't was, have called you Scott Adams. Oh, <laughs> Based on what he did. I don't think that the listeners care, and I don't either. Um, all right, so you're in an arena. And in this arena, you have um, this this number of animals and this quantity of these animals, and you're going to pick two to defend you. And then the rest are going to attack you and you have to survive one hour. Okay. All right. So 50 Hawks. Okay. 10 crocodiles, three brown bears, 15 wolves, one hunter with a rifle, seven Buffalo, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, and four lions. So pick two to defend you. The rest attack you. Survive an hour. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Here. Does that help? Yeah, that helps. That helps. Uh, Hawks, crocodiles, bears, wolves, buffalo... One guy with a rifle, five gorillas, four lions. Now, the type of okay. rifle could make a difference, but I think we're assuming it's like a hunter, right? It says one hunter yeah. with a rifle. So it's probably like a bolt-action rifle. I'm not imagining, you know. That's what I would imagine yeah. as well. It's not a... Uh, okay. So I will take the hunter with the rifle, and then... Just to defend you? Yes. Um, I'll take him, and I'll take... Uh, I think I would take the 15 wolves. That is a lot of wolves. I did kind of... Man, you know what? I kind of forgot how many wolves there that was. That's a lot of wolves. That is a lot of wolves. Okay, I'm not going to change my keep, answer. They could keep like the bears, you know... Do you think the they could? I think distracted. the bears wouldn't give a fuck. That's I kind think of, they could... They, brown bears, right? That, that's what yeah, brown bears. That's like grizzly. They're not that big. No, you're thinking of black bears, which... Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I was just thinking the, the wolves could keep them distracted enough for the hunter to shoot wolves. them. That's what I was... Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, I heard wolves. <laughs> All right, what's your what's your pick? Uh, ten thousand rats. Have you thought about how many rats that is? <laughs> like ten thousand rats are going to bother most of these animals for a while, except for the hawks. The hawks are going to like the rats. The hawks are going to be like field day, yeah, but it'll distract the hawks, right? So the hawks are off the table. They're just going to keep going after the rats, and they can right. eat as many rats as they want. It's only fifty hawks. It's ten thousand rats. Um, <laughs> There's I think, a lot of rats. I think I can avoid the crocodiles. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, the same. wolves scare me. 
Not going to lie about yeah. that. The wolves scare me. I think the hunter might be bothered by 10,000 rats. I think it might be really hard to get a shot off with 10,000 rats. And then um, and then I'd go with the three brown bears. I think three brown bears and 10,000 rats are probably... That's your pick? That's my pick. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know, I almost picked the buffalo just because I figured they could I... like stomp everything out. <laughs> Have you ever tried to have a buffalo do anything for you? Like, they, have you ever they have tried a to have a crocodile do anything for you? No, like, that's why you... I avoided the crocodiles. But I'm pretty sure I could lose ten thousand rats and just let the bears be bears. And you know, yeah, yeah. okay, all right, button. Y'all let me in this damn house. Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? Yes. start a show let's start a show that podcast is filling your head with garbage no offense taken there well it sounds like none taken The Friday Headlines Roundup Edition of None Taken. Where every week my good friend Alan wrangles up the headlines, brings them to me on a mystery sheet that I barely check, and then we come here and talk them at you. Because I listen to 13 hours of podcasts a day and Alan watches three hours of cable news, so you don't have to. For your antidote to mainstream media. Hey, don't forget. Y'all are ads. We don't have an advertising budget. So uh, head on over to fungiblenuntakens.com. Fungiblenuntakens.com. Buy something to support us if you like it. I've been seeing people who've been enjoying our cunt mugs. Love seeing that seller. Hey, got a button, Alan. So another Friday is upon us. It's Friday. Will you be doing Smithies? Something gay, no doubt. What? What? You know, lighthearted, fancy free. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Smithers is on the town. <laughs> Exactly, sir. <laughs> I'm just basking in how well I timed that. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> that was pretty beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How you been, buddy? Exactly. I'm great, man. How are you? I'm great. I'm doing. I'm doing fantastic. Sweet. It's, it's awesome. Thursday, Friday, Junior. We are here tomorrow. It's Friday, and then uh, it's my last day before I'm on call. And then after the week of on call, I'm going to San Diego. And Hell yeah! It's gonna be a blast, man. Looking forward to these headlines, man. Yeah, we got some good ones in here. We got some good ones. Oh, by the way, that was a fun meme to start the show. Thanks, I Christian. Know. Yeah, that thanks, was, Christian. That was cool. Yeah. Christian said, uh, I said, do you want to get in that group chat? He's like, I, I don't think so. It's too much. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. All right, well, the offer's on yeah, the table. Yeah, I think Tim said, Tim said the same thing. Yeah, He's like, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I don't need that in my life. I was like, yeah, that's fair. That's <laughs> all good. You. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, uh, I see you have these all sorted and organized. I love it when you do that. I do. It yeah, feels yeah, weird so doing headlines. We've done interviews for so long. I know okay. it's been a while, right? It's been a while. Do you remember how to do headlines? I do, I do. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I got the straw. Um, Natasha was like, "Yeah, I like it when you do the headline show," and I'm like, "Well, you don't like the, you don't like the, our big <laughs> you show. Don't like the interviews? You don't like the well, you don't like the personalities and the content on the Wednesday show." I'm 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 horribly insecure. It's my own girlfriend, and I'm like, "You don't like me?" <laughs> okay, start us off, bud. 
All right, headline number one. Secretary of State Abe Lincoln briefly <laughs> met with <laughs> wait, his... Wait, wait, wait. Abe Lincoln. Did you say Abe Lincoln? <laughs> no, I say Abe Lincoln. I said, hey, Blinken. I'm literally looking at the soundboard when you said that. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Uh, nice. We got a new sound. Yeah. Uh, so Secretary of State Blinken briefly met with his Russian counterpart, Sergei Lavrov, on the sidelines of a G20 uh, minister summit in India. In India. Okay. Um, the 10-minute talk was the first high-level meeting between the two nations in months. Hmm. So... Um, Obviously, tensions have been high between Russia and the U.S. since it invaded Ukraine a year ago. Um, and so I think it's a good thing that they're actually, you know, they made some time to talk, although nothing really came of it. Um, and do you, do you think it was more than a gesture or do you think it was like, hey, we can tell the world we've talked? Or do you, do you think there was something that could possibly? Well, Lavrov, before? Lavrov didn't even say that they talked in his press conference. Ooh, uh, Blinken so did. Yeah. Although no the the whatever talking head and um Whatever representative of the government did admit that they and talked, it was obvious from RT. Like on, on yeah. RT, on yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it. I think it's a good thing that they talk. Um, whether it's ten yeah, minutes, I wish we were talking to China. If there wasn't a fucking same party balloon bullshit, god damn it! I'm saving this for the uh, culture wars next week. But I got some clip where some guys being snarky about the balloons, and I'm like, look. They were like, oh, they spent all that money to blow up the balloon. It's like, weren't you the same fucking person that like a week before that was like, they're going to let this balloon just float across the country. Right. And they're like, they and then they spent all this money to blow it up. It's like, <laughs> just nobody wins. What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, similar. Yeah. All right. I think that's pretty it's much my turn. That's how we do this. It's my turn now. Uh, yes. U.S. intelligence. Oh, I haven't read this. <laughs> uh, U.S. intelligence community. Yeah community mm-hmm. oh i should let you know um normally i take like a little swig off of this bottle uh of uh storyhouse spirits that i've been drinking for about a year and a half um mm-hmm. just a little sip you killed it today. show well there was what i thought was just a tiny swig left but you know how this thick glass kind of gives you that impression uh, so i was like oh that's yeah. probably not as much as it looks and i tipped it upside down i was like that's oh, a mouthful of booze i am oh um, <laughs> my head is just like it's not like We're i'm gonna not, have a fun show i'm not out of my mind i just went from zero to 60 very quick you know what i mean sure sure Right. Doing shots at the beginning of the show. I can read. (laughs) A U.S. intelligence community assessment found that it is unlikely that a foreign adversary is behind thousands of rats. No, thousands (laughs) of cases of Havana syndrome. So oh, that's important. We've been me and you. I, I feel like I'm pretty informed on this Havana syndrome stuff. I yeah. thought it was a lot of like speculation. Um, there was a few different theories and nothing. I thought that nothing had really won out as to what the cause was. Uh, but having listened to the same podcast that you have by the same uh, investigative reporters that we respect, uh, I, I think that it's pretty obvious what was going on, although they still haven't said anything explicit in that podcast series. I think they still have a couple more episodes to go. Seeing this mm-hmm. headline pop up this week really caught my eye. So um a U.S. intelligence community assessment found that it's unlikely that a foreign adversary is behind thousands of ra- uh, <laughs> thousands of cases of Havana, Havana syndrome reported by U.S. officials overseas, attributing the ailments to other factors like conventional illnesses and the environment. All right. So uh, I've been doing enough of my attempt at talking. Why don't you, if you can, well, say whatever you feel like saying, but I would like to ask you to recap that podcast series and the facts behind that case, what the competing theories are, where they are narrowing it down to, uh, or alternatively, you can be your own person and say whatever the fuck you feel like. (laughs) So the podcast you're talking about is called The Sound. I talked about it on the show a couple weeks back in my media diet. Um, It's very, it's very interesting show. I think it's very well produced and very well reported. 
Um, so essentially, it goes into sort of where it began. So in 2016, they started the people uh, inside the embassy in Cuba started coming down with these symptoms um, where they um, they heard a sound and that and then later they would have symptoms like they would lose their balance or their they would have like brain fog. They would um, have headaches, um, some more debilitating than others. And so all symptoms least, that can be chalked up to like a mass hysteria also, right? Sort of nebulous, like exactly. headaches, a sound you can't pinpoint, so, or if it does, it sounds like crickets or cicadas. Right, right, right. So in the, in the show, they detail how at first, you know, people didn't understand what was happening. And then all of a sudden, a lot of other people started having these symptoms after it was reported that a few individuals had had them. So those which later leads, cases, we talked about thousands to, of cases. Which lends itself to hysteria, right? Like that, Sure. Okay. Yeah, those later cases, when it talks about thousands of cases in the article, those tend to be pretty easily chalked up to like a mass hysteria type thing. People experiencing symptoms because their their brain, you know, they they were informed that other people had experienced it. So then suddenly, you know, it triggers them to experience go, go back three years symptoms. ago to this exact time when anybody who has a slight fever was like, okay, I'm also having shortness of breath. I probably have COVID. I'm going to die. I better. Sure. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Now what's more difficult to explain is the original people who experienced the symptoms because there was no story out there for them to develop hysteria about. And they weren't talking um, to each other. Like reports came in independently and were treated independently right. because the CIA shocker doesn't really want to come forward with that type of shit. Yeah. So those ones seem more problematic and more difficult to, to describe. There's even some things where like one of the individuals had uh, like a, a tear in her retina where she was bleeding in her eye. And that kind of thing doesn't just happen randomly, generally speaking. You have to have some sort of like, uh, you know, hit your head very hard, like in an you accident. Said retina, a right? You jumbled up a little there. It wasn't rectum? Retina. Okay. Retina, your oh, eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So some of the symptoms, I mean, they're not, <laughs> some of the symptoms clearly can't just be caused by, you know, a, a type of hysteria. So those ones are a lot more difficult to explain. This is the intelligence community coming out and saying that, um, you know, they, they can't attribute it to any um, foreign adversaries. They say that they went really hard on this investigation for multiple years and they're not able to point the finger at anybody. They say that the the weapon that some people think might have caused this just doesn't exist. Now, I guess I one guess would they say haven't like tuned into available podcasts or the type of reporting that an independent news source could have done. Like there is well, an available technology that can do this and they know about yeah. it and they've known about it since the well, 60s. Go on. I know your story. Doesn't it seem like the intelligence community would say that that doesn't exist if yes. they have it? Like <laughs> that seems yes. obvious. Yeah. So I don't know really know what to make of well, this. Hold I'm on though. Where the podcast you do know goes. though. Like yeah, you know, but you know where the podcast went in the last episode. They talked about it an exact thing that we've known since the 60s, right? Uh the yeah. Moscow um the U.S. Embassy in Moscow was given a gift by some school children, uh, mm. and, you know, and, you know, it was like a presidential seal kind of thing. And they put it up in their office and it was a device that has no uh, power source in it. But if you directed uh, X-ray, a beam of radiation uh, at okay, it towards it, but radiation meaning a frequency like. Yeah. 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 Like um, an X-ray. Yeah, yeah. It would uh, it would enable it to 
to pick up sounds or to, to transmit sounds transmit sounds um, from inside the building or inside the office to outside. The yes, office. and and there were and people from the '60s on. All of a sudden, in the '70s, '80s, are like, "Hey, I'm having these weird types of lymphoma that nobody gets," and they were all people that were in those places. And um, if you stood in front of a machine that made that type of uh, microwaves—that's what it was—not X-ray microwaves, microwave radiation. Yeah, um, yeah. you could produce that same sound and that same. Um, effect with using you know the 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 reporters made it with a smart friend and they're not right. you know an intelligence apparatus of a foreign country so yeah this is all a, hold on, a multi-agency entered in a, a, a u.s intelligence community assessment also said that hunter biden's laptop didn't exist that um <laughs> you know that russia had completely rigged our elections like yeah i'm sure we should listen to them on that when it's in their best <laughs> they also interest. document they also documented that during that time we're talking about the 60s, 70s, 80s, that their embassies were being targeted with radiation, that kind of microwave radiation more and more and more up to the point where sometimes it was 18, 19 hours a day where they were focusing radiation on these buildings. And yes, there were health effects. Well, there are people who had health impact that can be attributed to that if, if you want to draw that line. Yeah. yeah, but that would be an international incident. That would be like, I mean, of course. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's probably why we're ignoring this, right? Is because if we were to say that it's what we can determine it to be, and if we were to point that at any country, um, because this happened to Foreign Service, uh, it was all in the intelligence community usually, right? It was also diplomats. Okay, diplomats, and yeah, right. So, or people working. So just if you, people, yeah, I mean, how is this so hard to paint a picture of? Yeah, just imagine foreign diplomats and intelligence uh, assets. Uh, or agents, if you might want to hear what's happening behind closed doors where they are. Like, I think we know what happened here. I don't think it's a mystery mystery at all. It's just how specific you want to get. And they're avoiding that because they know that if they say China did this, Russia did this, then it would be a big deal. Perhaps. 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 All right. Yeah. Remember when the uh, WikiLeaks came out and uh, we had all the intelligence that we'd been uh, surveilling on our own allies and they got mad at that? Mm -hmm. it's, it's probably like Israel doing this. And we're like, oh, well, we can't oh. do that because, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Did I pick Israel? Like, uh, yeah, I'm an anti-Semite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Okay. Let's... All right. We should move on. Um... Yeah. Tesla unveiled Master Plan 3 at its investor day yesterday, broadly outlining a path to reaching a fully sustainable Earth. Um, so um, kind of big dreams here. Uh, you know, I guess what you would expect from a guy like Elon. Um, so talking about in increasing the number of electric cars, um, renewable energy, um, and just really trying to invest in storage, uh, power storage. Um, they want to, I think it was like quadruple the amount of yeah. power storage. Yeah. Cause the, the, the issue isn't that we can't produce energy. So we can't just store it for non-peak hours. Is that exactly? Yeah. Exactly. Um, or for peak hours. That's what I meant. Uh, yeah. store it in non-peak hours for peak hours. Yeah. Um, right, right. doesn't three seem like a shockingly low number for something called a master plan? Like, I just feel like. <laughs> Like by the time you call it a master plan, I think you should have been through like quite a few iterations, but yeah, well, they've, they've done, um, this sort of thing a couple times before. Um, the first one went pretty well. The second one, did not they have so Eric well. B they and Rakim there ever? What? Uh, hold on. Is it? Oh, hold on. Hold on. 
This is a journey into sound. This is a journey into sound. You can go ahead, Alan. I'll turn this down. A journey which along the way will bring to you new... Oh, you don't know why I said master plan. It's, uh, oh. it's coming up, I guess. We got to get through a little bit of this, but I don't mind. Do you think the listeners hate this? I don't know, <laughs> but um, I can tell the shot's working. Yeah, I know. Thinking of a master plan. Okay, that was the uh, that was the whole reason that uh, minute fourteen was uh, brought to you by Eric B and Rakim. I, I'm saying that right? No, I'm just kidding. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm sure Tim will know. Tim will correct me. Tim will correct me. <laughs> like yes, you don't know sure. this thing from 1993, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, oh, is it my turn. Eli Lilly yeah. said it will reduce the price of its most commonly prescribed insulin drugs by seventy percent and cap monthly prices at thirty-five dollars. That's like uh, old cell phone prices. Remember that? Um, oh yeah. At uh, certain pharmacies for people with private insurance, Medicare recipients are already capped. No cap. Uh, <laughs> the you know? Do you think that um, the president of Syria hates it when people say no cap? Why? Because he's always selling that captagon or cap cap. How do you say that drug? That oh, capsaicin? No, no, that's spice. That's uh, spice. Hold on, <laughs> President of Syria. What's his name? Bashir al-Assad. Assad Cap. <laughs> it's Capcom. It's Adventures of Street Fighter. Yes, it's showing me a bunch of hats I can wear that say I like Assad. <laughs> uh, no, the drug, drug, Cap drug. Uh, what drug? It's an amphetamine, Captagon. I don't know. No, I'm telling you, it's a it's a, okay. Well, Captagon? Yeah, Captagon. You never heard of this? Doesn't sound familiar. Uh, Syria is a narco state with two primary drugs of concern: hashish and Captagon. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, the Guardian, some fucking liberal rag. Okay. Um, <laughs> so no cap on uh, Medicaid or cap on Medicaid thirty five. Uh, the move comes amid federal pressures to lower prices. What do you make all this? Uh, I mean, because that was highly publicized. That they were, I mean, obviously being a profitable company and <clears throat> raising prices of insulin, uh, a necessary drug for many Americans. You don't get a choice. Millions of Americans. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's a good thing that they agreed to do this. I, you know, as did the article. I, I like seeing the, that they agreed to do it. Yeah. Yeah. As the headline says, the uh, people in Medicare, that was already the case that it was capped at $35. Okay. Um, and there had been a push to make it that way for everybody. Um, but the Republicans uh, pushed that off the bill. So it didn't end up being uh, making it through. So I think this is a good thing. I mean, they don't supply the majority of insulin in this country. I think oh, it's really? um, other. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, I Lily. Which one? <laughs> what? It said, oh, really? And then I changed it to oh, Lily because it's Eli. Oh, Lily. <laughs> So, yeah, um, but however, I would imagine that a lot of people would switch if that's the that's the price, or their competitors are going to have to come down with the price as well. So yeah, I suppose so. I mean, do they have some? Yeah. Oh well, I don't know. We don't have an insight on their books as to whether they can afford to do this, or if this is like bananas at Trader Joe's for nineteen cents or whatever they sell them for. <laughs> I think they can certainly. Is it a loss leader? Are they using insulin as a loss leader? I mean, if so, I mean, good. Like, use it in your business. Plan. Like a Costco hot dog. Yes, exactly. Like a Costco hot dog. Actually, <laughs> yes. Come for the insulin. Stay for the new <laughs> pandemic 
life-saving uh stay scam. for the viagra yeah there we go <coughs> eli Lilly doesn't make boner pills uh your turn speaking of boner pills you'd need a lot of them for beetlejuice <laughs> god chicago mayor Lori lightfoot lost her bid for a second term There's not becoming enough viagra the first on the planet seriously becoming the first mayor of the u.s u.s's third largest city to lose re-election what a weird headline they, so so the first mayor of chicago to not win re-election in 30 in 40 years Right. To throw in third largest city just makes that a clumsy sentence, no? It's Yeah, and the way it's worded is strange. <sighs> the first mayor of the U.S. third largest city. Yeah. Um, the two frontrunners, Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson, moved to an April runoff. Seems like um, people weren't so happy with her ability to control crime. Um mm. And so, oh, felt like all of a sudden, they're upset with crime in Chicago. Okay, well, that's not all of a sudden. They have been for a while. Yeah, well, um, she's been mayor for. It's been going on since before her administration. Is what I'm saying. It has it has gotten worse under her administration. Ha, yeah. So, um, so yeah, um, I I think that was somewhat of a surprise. I certainly wasn't yeah. on my radar. Yeah. Um, I hadn't really looked at any polling uh, right. for that, but I was. A there was no national chat that. about that. Like, hey, she's in hot yeah. water. You should watch out. Yeah, people were just like, yeah. it's Chicago. It'll they'll elect Democrats. They always do. Yeah. Hmm. I, right, let's move on. Oh well, I feel like I um I shouldn't move on <clears throat> without being a little forthright and honest with you. I wasn't doing this on purpose, and I feel like I, I'd feel icky if I didn't like confess to it. I'm wearing those sweatpants that have a hole in the crotch that I've told you about before where I played like the cat eye or the cat brain thing with Natasha. And I, I subconsciously, like without thinking about it, I pulled my nutsack out through that hole. Do you feel like, is that sexual? Like, should I not have done that while I talked to you? And do you want to see I, w I cannot see, and I wish you hadn't told me. Do you I, I want to see? imagine you with your nut. No, it's still I don't out. Like, it's kind of stuck right there. Okay. It looks like two, it looks like a wall, like two, like a whole walnut. Like both sides, you know, like, oh, oh, I didn't explain it. So it's two holes, but there's one seam down the middle, like, um, like a thong or something. It's not a thong. Still but, holding it together. Yeah. So I, I pulled, you know, a little bit from each side. Jesus. Uh, my turn. The NTSB released a preliminary report on the East Palestine, Ohio train derailment, offering the most detailed explanation of the toxic incident. Yet it noted that the train crew received a critical audible alarm about an overheating bearing, but did not have enough time to stop the train. Did you uh, read that um, that article that Paul sent us? Paul sent a thing in the group chat of, like last week talking about how like the different types of bearings that are on those types of um, trains and that that particular train, it's like it's a bearing that you have to like keep packing the grease in. So like every time, maybe not every time you stop, but a set number of stops, uh, you open up this door and you just throw more grease in it. And that keeps it good. It's all good. Um, and if you don't, and there's no no lubricant there, the entire weight of the train car sits on that shaft, and it uh, and it creates an incredible amount of friction. That's what the grease is there to prevent and allow it to roll freely, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so what they're saying is, if there was a critical audible alarm about an overheating bearing, that's exactly what leads to a, a derailment. I mean, it's likely what did lead to this derailment, and. Oh, it did. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's outrageous because they could afford to maintain this. There isn't, you know, it might be hard logistically to do so because they don't have enough employees, but I think that's their fault um, because they're not hiring and training people. They're 
cutting staff and seeing how lean they can run a train company. I did see that stuff Paul posted. That was very informative and useful. Thank you, Paul. Um, and yeah, so do you think he cares that... about my nutsack? <laughs> I'm sure he cares very much. Okay. He's sipping a Mai Tai on a beach somewhere oh, right now. Guy. I'm sure he, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that there's a couple things that could be done that wouldn't require more manpower to make these things less likely. So he talked about it and actually he talked about it in the, in the headline as well. There are sensors along <clears throat> the, the railway. Like thermal that, imaging that can detect yeah. if it's overheating. Uh-huh. Yeah. They pick up the heat now. So there are records of this train as it's passed these sensors along its route. Um, the first one shows wow. it like 70 degrees above ambient te temperature. The next one shows it like, I want to say over a hundred degrees over ambient temperature. And then the final one, the one that triggered this alarm was over 200 degrees above ambient. Now, apparently they have a, a threshold of anything over like 170 degrees is uh, you stop the train and you find the, the car that has the bad bearings and you take it out of the, you take it off, you, you know. Um, why does it have to be 170? Why can't it be lower? It's 100 degrees above ambient. You think that's normal? Like No, but um, also like, I mean, we're talking about three inch pieces of steel. Like, I don't know what that can tolerate, but well, it seems like, imagine... it seems like there should be a lower threshold. I, I don't the know second thing is... I, I don't know about that. I think that whatever you determine that threshold to be, which we're not experts on, you just adhere to that. I don't, I don't think we have to lower that number. I think you just need to do something about okay. it. So the other thing I would say is that there should be more sensors. So this thing went, I think the first sensor Why? passed. If they ignored one of them, that's enough. Like you, like they did I... ignore it. They did not ignore it. When it hit the 200 degrees, they stopped, but it was too late. They, they didn't so, stop because it it derailed. No, they hit the emergency brakes and it's still and that's derailed. when it derailed? Yes, because okay. it was too oh, late. Okay, okay, okay. Which is why I'm saying the threshold should be lower and there should be more sensors. So it went, I think when it passed the first sensor, I think where that it's there like should be above, more sensors is a good solution to that. Yeah, yeah, when it was like above 70 above the ambient and then to when it finally hit the one where it's 200, the something like... The, the, the thing is, if you drop that threshold too low, it's going to be like the fucking balloon gate thing again, where you you reduce, you increase the sensitivity of our radar, so then we start shooting down balloons. So you can't have trains stopping left and right all over the country. You need to be smart about when you make them stop. And you make them stop when it's critical by having more uh, assessments. You know, you check in more frequently. It's like behavior. It was it's like any other thing of human behavior. You have to address it immediately. So you have to have you know more opportunities to assess it. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I still think the, thresh the threshold should be lower because when it finally hit the threshold, it was too late. So if it, that's too late, then the threshold needs to be lower. I don't know. I, that just seems logical to me. Yeah, I but it could just be that it had been at that number for a long time period because they don't have enough check enough sensors neither of us are experts on this you know like i would defer to the people that set that number and assume that they know what they're talking about I, it, well it's it's certainly being investigated now yeah. um and ntsb i'm sure will come up with something yeah. some sort of new standard whether it's more sensors a lower threshold whatever the case yeah. might be yeah. i certainly won't argue with so. it if they lower the threshold i'm just saying i don't know enough to say that it needs to be lowered i know that it sounds like you should check in if you're saying that's an important number more often you know yeah, for sure. All right. Speaking of trains, two yeah. trains. Oh, uh, we're going to talk about the Laverne uh, Police Department. No. Oh, oh no. are you going to talk about Greece? Yes. Okay. 
Two trains collided head-on in central Greece, killing at least 36 people. I believe the last update I read was like 43 now, injuring at least 85 more. A station master has been arrested. This so, so this horrific. was a, a this freight so train horrific. that collided with the passenger train. There were about 300 people on the uh, passenger train. Um, two people, I believe, on the freight train both killed, and the two drivers of the passenger train were also killed, as well as many passengers. Uh, if you were in the first... If you were in like the first four cars, it, I think it was very few people survived that. There's reporting of people just being like thrown out of windows, um, describing the flames all around them. Just, just yes, and, and they showed the temperatures that it reached, and I had to stop and realize that the, all the numbers were in Celsius because it was yeah. like fourteen hundred degrees. Yes, Celsius. Yeah, that's so the smaller they're, number. They're having trouble. They're having trouble even identifying some of the bodies because yeah. they're just so, so badly damaged. Greece does what they always do when there's anything. They're like right next to the French in terms of like anything happens, let's go fucking have a protest. Like I don't, I don't know enough about you know train situation in Greece, but it seems weird that like the whole like country got into a protest. But I'm glad they did. Don't get me wrong. I think this is something to be upset about. Um, but I don't know. It just seemed very Greek of them to be like, well, none of us are at work. Why don't we go to this protest? Am I, am I yeah, kicking the I mother mean, down? I'm sorry. I'm not yeah. punching down, Alan. You, no, they, I, yeah, you, you they know, did protest. My, my strong take on Turks is my pro-Greek stance, so I'm not here to say <laughs> anything. Uh, you know, hey, Erdogan reached out and, and uh, you know, you know, gave his uh, condolences. Yeah, so that was, he said, sorry, I'm yeah. busy, but I'm, I'm, but I'm too busy well, signing I guess, off uh, building permits with my eyes closed. Well, I guess Greece had reached out when the yeah. earthquake happened, yeah, and they so said they no kind thanks. of followed suit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did they say, say we uh, could do a lot better if you got out of Cyprus? No, I don't, okay. I don't know. You know what helped this train is that, if you left Cyprus. You look at a map of, and you're like, this is clearly a part of Turkey. The <laughs> island of Cyprus. It's like the Falklands, clearly part of the UK. Actually, that's uh, a great analogy, yes. <laughs> so the head of uh, Show those their equivalent too, though. The, the head of whatever their equivalent is to the NTSB uh -huh. here uh, stepped Ralph down Nader. and said, look, no, he stepped down and said, look, the, you know, I've tried to, you know, put this system back together, but honestly, I, I can't stay in role after this happened. I just. That's fair. I think, I think right. yeah, I don't know how you could, right? It's such a, such a yeah. catastrophe. Um, the, the, so you said the, the end of the headline says that that guy got arrested. Uh, he blamed an automation uh, error, but um, I think there's more suspected. I don't know. I, um, it's, a, it's unclear what he was arrested like directly for at this point. Um, they haven't really said, so I, I guess that kind of remains to be seen. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I, well, I'm sure we'll have an update on that. that. That was heartbreaking. I'm glad you had it in here. Uh, yeah. snap launched a chatbot called my AI that enables paid users on snap, uh, to message with artificial intelligence powered by chat GPT with Snapchat. What do you think of that? That's the, my first time reading that. I'm going to ask you while I process. So it's interesting. Um, this is, is going to be happening all over, right? There's going to be a million of these. Every Everything that you interact with where you type text suggestions into, whatever that app is, is going to have an AI version. My photo editing app has a thing now where you can like, instead of selecting it, by the way, I asked for your thoughts and then I did this. Uh, my photo editing app now <laughs> lets me like draw, like where I used to be able to like highlight things and then have them deleted. Now it's like alter with AI. And then it opens up a prompt and says like, you know, what would you like it to look like? And it's so weird. It's like, just why can't they let me put in dirty suggestions, Alan? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just on downright un-American. It is. 
Um, so this is interesting. They've they've done a lot to sort of um, take out any of the concerning things about ChatGPT that we've we've detailed here on the program. I think, um, and what actually they're trying to make it more like. It shows up like one of your friends that you can talk to. Oh, that um, seems so. Maybe it's it'll more stop like making shootings. it another. What's that? What? Maybe it'll help stop school shootings. Oh God! What? Uh, no, I, I maybe. Okay. Uh, so essentially, it shows up as one of your friends, and you can talk to it. Yeah. Um, so tell it about your nuts. Yeah, it's interesting. Holes in your. Underwear. I don't use Snap myself, so no, I, don't I don't either. Care. Yeah, but I don't think but it matters do... that it's Snap. I think it matters that, that you, we're going to see more of this. I think. Yeah, to your point, I think it will be kind of ubiquitous. Yeah, Ooh, that's a fun word. <laughs> yeah. All right, the Supreme what the? Court. Natasha, oh, look who's, were you taping a special across the hall? Yeah, my cooking channel. Oh, uh, Natasha, what, why are you here? To, Into the microphone. To use your manly strength to open this jar. Oh, she texted me and said, <laughs> I can't open this jar. I thought she was here to promote her cooking channel. <laughs> look at that. I didn't even try. I should have done Oh, you made that look easy. I know. Oh, I'm going to watch you walk away. Hey Natasha, <laughs> guess what uh, sweatpants I'm wearing? Your gray ones? Yeah, the ones with the whole. Oh God! I told Alan about it. Earlier. <laughs> yeah, she said, "Good thing it's not a visual." Po- I've been painting a picture. Don't worry. Okay, well she left. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, all right. You know uh, what? I don't Alan, care Alan, about Alan. The... Do not yeah. come. <laughs> I think I'm gonna skip this one unless sure. you feel strongly. No, go ahead. Okay. I'm I'm uh, a writer on this plane. The Washington Post, the Los Angeles Times, and many other newspapers dropped Man. the comic Dilbert <laughs> over comments widely deemed as racist by its creator, Scott Adams, during a live stream last week. Um, so I'll just say the quote that everybody's talking about. Was it his said, live stream? The- was Did he turn the live stream on or was he a, a guest somewhere? He does a podcast called yeah. Real Coffee with Scott Yeah, he's Adams. been doing that since like Trump got A elected. long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, he live streams on YouTube. It's, it's his own show. Okay. Um, and in it, he said that uh, black people are a hate group and that white people should get away from them. Um, what did what context did he think that was going to sound okay in? I don't know. Oh, wait. I don't know. This guy has been saying off the wall water shit. Water is racist. Oh my god, is water racist? That's not what he was doing. He was like being no. Wow. Yeah, he's been saying off the wall shit for a while now. Um, he was on. Was he on Sam Harris a, a couple years ago? And that was just a train wreck. I didn't. Watch I know it. he was on some. He was on some podcast. I can't remember whose. I want to say it was Sam. Uh, they just got nowhere. It, it was. I think it was, it was during was the Sam. Trump years. Yeah. Well, I know that he went on somewhere and he was talking about how Trump is a hypnotist and he uses hypnotist mm-hmm. talking patterns and that he's hypnotized all of his followers. And yes, I think that that so. got a lot of traction with people on the left that were like, "Oh, good. This solves everything." We can say that his followers are hypnotized and they'll listen to me now. And as we all know, that worked. And uh, nobody is uh, any, any longer following this Pied Piper. Um, yeah. yeah, he's been dropped from, I think, virtually everything at this point. They canceled his book that was supposed Why to Why did he out. say that? Like, um, do you, What is the context of him having said that? Like, I what? mean, I, I don't... I read about the, the post. I didn't actually listen to him say it. Um, and I don't really think the context for that kind of statement 
I, I can't no, think but of I want to know why. Possibly... He, okay, this kind of goes back to the whole uh, when we played the the shooter, um, the the Buffalo shooter on the big show last week. We didn't play that so we could be like, well, let's hear what motivated him and see maybe we can understand. No, it was when people tell you that they are doing this because they were influenced by people online that were being hateful, like that. That you should listen to that and know that they're you know it it doesn't forgive him and I bullshit on you know that lawyer written request to the judge but they are telling you that they they're they are telling you the thing that led to why they said that and i think it's worth knowing that so in that same way i just want to know what it was that made him think that that was like the the the, all all i'm aware of is that he has said to trying to defend the comments that he was being hyperbolic oh that's not Uh, good enough at all that's not good enough at all no Yeah, All right. and I, I've simply I said I don't like Turks on this show, and I think that's fine compared to this. <laughs> I think you should skip down to the one I've highlighted. Okay. Uh, nearly 700 schoolgirls. Okay, is this true? Mm-hmm. See, I, I saw this on like a... Oh, Ariel sent this uh, on Instagram, and she's full of this. She's the one that was telling you was doing all the... <laughs> stuff you know all the conspiracies ah yes the mermaid uh, yes. yeah yeah the so this one you know it's funny she has red hair so it really bugs me every time you say the mermaid i'm like <laughs> closer than you think um the, <laughs> it's, it's from the bbc news so yeah I'm guessing i didn't trust i didn't news yeah source. well when it was came from ariel it was like all right we'll wait till i see it somewhere else <laughs> uh okay so seven nearly 700 schoolgirls in iran have been sickened by toxic toxic gas wafting into classrooms over the past three months Iran opened an investigation into the unexplained incidents amid broad speculation they could be part of an attempt to shut down schools for girls. Uh, I saw this speculated as, and by I saw this, I mean by a highly suspected source, as mentioned earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. I saw this as retaliation for the the protests earlier. So Mm -hmm. is it to target people that were a part of the protest, or is it the protests think women deserve to be treated equally? We'll show them. So, first of all, it's unclear. Um, A government official did come out and say that it appears that um, perhaps these individuals that are behind this are attempting to stop women from going to school, girls from going to school. But then he quickly walked that back as people were like, wait, you're saying that what we suspected is true. Um, But yeah, there there are a lot of people are speculating that it is a uh, retribution for the protest for the Masha Amini killing that happened um, and that people were... Uh, that are perpetrating this are doing it as a, you know, a way to get back at just girls, generally speaking. Um, They haven't arrested anybody. They don't have any suspects that we know of. Um, They've identified, they say they've identified the poison as... You get to be like, hey, we're the government. We found out about this. Who did this? Ah, geez, I don't know. Yeah. uh, Not anyone we know. You know, it's like when the, like, it's like when there's no cops to break up the Nazi protest. You're like, where are all the cops? Oh, right. They're here with the... They're here. Yeah. Yeah. They got the masks on. Um, So the the government is saying that the gas that was used is just... Yeah, the toxic gas that was used is readily available, like commercially. It's not anything that is, you know, only like a government agency would have. They're saying it's, you know, you can buy it off the shelf, Mm -hmm. essentially. Uh, Although they haven't identified to the public, at least what it is. Yeah. So, I guess there could be residue left in rooms. I don't know. I imagine gas mixed yeah. with the air and leaves through the ventilation or the windows. I mean, that it, I don't know. I smell a lot. There might be residue left in people who are exposed to uh, it as well. That makes sense. Yes, correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. Um, protesters in Mexico held large demonstrations over the weekend amid concern that a newly passed bill will enable President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador to undermine the independence of election authorities. Meanwhile, Lopez Obrador says the reforms are necessary to rein in spending. Dude, AMLO is so, a fucking problem, man. What's, I, I'm AMLO, sorry, what? AMLO is a fucking problem. That, that's his name. The Andre oh, Manuel okay. Lopez okay. Obrador. They call him AMLO. Um, he's a fucking problem, man. Like I remember this annoying dude. I worked with the most MAGA Mexican that I've ever met in my life. He's from Mexico. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, you know, half the people listening were like, ew, you can't just call them Mexicans. He literally would talk to me about how he was mad because he came here legally, blah, blah, blah. He came here <laughs> legally, Alan. He became a gang banger and drug dealer in Orange County before he took that cash legalized himself became clean and bought a house in Murrieta totally legitimate why would you think for twice about your own faults so yeah that guy was like the most MAGA guy I ever met was this Mexican guy that I used to work with and he was telling me when AMLO got ele- uh, elected he's like this guy's gonna fucking ruin Mexico even worse than it already is and I'm like I, I don't know Vicente Fox is pretty fucking he was George Bush's puppet I don't know if it's gonna be any worse than that seems worse than that undermining election authorities um, you know talking about reforms being necessary uh, please, please, I'm listening, Alan. I'm I'm done with my ramble. Amlo's a problem. I so I have met people similar to that guy that you describe. Not necessarily the whole drug dealing part, oh. but people who's who are upset about saying that they they follow the process and came over legally, and then the, they don't like it that people other people don't do the totally same. Totally reasonable. Totally anyways, reasonable. I, anyways, yeah. Um, so he is cutting funding for the election commission. He is cutting polling places, um, and people believe that this is an attempt to return to like the 80s in mexico where it was the whole government well it still is pretty corrupt but the whole government was completely corrupt um and so people are protesting this you're right he is a problem um the u.s's stance he, is just he has they, the, you the, know, we, the entire law enforcement is a part of the, is basically the law enforcement or excuse me president director of the armed forces which are integrated with the police. Like it's all one mm-hmm. thing. It's literally all one thing. It's not like what we talk about here. Right. Yeah. He's essentially military militarized the police force. Um, so yeah, it's, it's problematic. The U S stance has been that, um, you know, we support free and fair elections and we want to see that happen. Of course, Mexico is a huge trading partner and ally. They're not going to try to step on too many toes, but yeah, this is problematic for sure. Not that close to home, right? Yeah. We'll step on toes, but like in Nicaragua. Do you hear about that guy? Holy shit. He banned Lint, uh, all Linton ceremonies, uh, pr- like uh, public displays, parades, things like that. Not parades, processions, something like that. Uh, uh, because he's at war with the Pope. I did not read that. Yeah. No. <laughs> also, why. when I went to Costa Rica, we flew over Nicaragua and then we landed there and we like went north from our place. I was like, we going to Nicaragua or no, the guy joked about it. He's like, we're just going to go into Nicaragua for a little bit. I'm like, damn, even even Costa Ricans make fun of Nicaraguans. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have a couple. We have a couple other headlines. That's it for the headlines. Okay. Traditionally, um, from, I have a from science our news topic. service. I'm not. Yeah. Um, I have a science topic I'm not going to go super into. Basically, it's another fusion oh, breakthrough. Cool. cool. We have multiple um, multiple prongs in the fire. Yeah. So this is a way to use hydrogen and boron as a, a fuel cycle that is cleaner than current fusion technologies. Okay. So less, um, less like all the lasers they were doing, less energy. Yeah. They're input. using it. Yeah. And they're using a 
magnetic plasma to hold it in place and then yeah they, they still use lasers to okay. ignite it essentially okay. but it's super it's super clean um That's you know no no carbon at oh all um and they're claiming that they believe they can have this up to scale and working at actually at a uh at, at a power plant shut by 2030 which is shut pretty, up there's that's what they're saying well if we go to war with that's china in 2027 that's really going to get in the way of that 2030 yeah is it's a lot really going to fuck it a up. lot of things going so together let's not in do that i think the world economic forum wants to like you know have the 15 minute cities by 2030 you know we really got to get to 2030 alan we really do uh yeah it says um on the way to its ultimate goal, connecting the first hydrogen boron fusion power plant to hmm. the grid in the tw- oh, so in the 2030s. So still I'd, in that decade. I'd love to if we had like a uh, what, what kind of what is, what is this? A chemical engineer? No, no, no. What's that called? What kind of an engineer is this? Scientist? Physicist? 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 Do we have physicists that listen well. to the show? Ooh, I don't know. No like to talk to not that i know of well yeah hey physicists yeah hit us up in our dms if you're dms are all open uh okay uh so i put a bunch of uh headlines that i saw in like the washington post i think were most of these in the washington post yeah one two three uh i get a lot of those headlines on my work phone every time i go to work i open up my work phone to like look at a picture i took of like a model of serial number of something i never get to that and i'm like oh look at these headlines that apple's telling me about <laughs> and like I, I sometimes i've been working with new hires a lot and i just look at them i'm like yeah, i opened up my phone and i got sucked in the goddamn headlines again <laughs> right. uh, say hi to your boss yeah um, I, know, I was just thinking that so so i can't open them they're always washington post recommendations um so i bring them here for you to pick the best ones i don't expect you to okay so i'll just go through a couple quickly here so wyoming um is sort of bucking the trend of the whole social wars um a culture wars rather they fired Um, uh dick cheney's daughter that's four uh, episodes in a row jesus what that's more we just talked about dick cheney again (laughs) and a cover i know we can't (laughs) are we a dick cheney themed podcast now Okay, so uh, a lot of the bills that you've seen passing in other red states like Florida, like the Don't Stay Gay bill, um, the whole uh, the other bills about education um, or laws that have been passed, Wyoming has decided not to, even though it's a deeply red state. Um, because and essentially, a, okay, go ahead. I have a theory, but I'll essentially, what the lawmakers in Wyoming are saying is, look, we're conservatives. We don't think that. The government should be getting involved right. in this. This should be decided locally, yeah. and and let the people do that. Um, so, and they're saying that these bills, a lot of these bills, are written as we've talked about on the show before by these third parties, you know, Heritage Foundation at all. Um, like and they're like, well, that's that's not for us. Yeah. You know, that's that's we're not going to just, you know, we're not going to legislate this cookie cutter bill that everybody else is doing be- because that's you know the right. fashionable thing to do. So I think that's actually interesting. I thought it was. Do you, why, do you know why I think, why do you think they have the ability to, to see that? Yeah. Come on. I mean, Wyoming's a big state with not a lot of people. Yep. Um, and I think that they have like 600,000 pro- people in the whole state. Yeah. There's I say probably this a lot when of, I was a kid. Uh, I, I, my dad lived in Denver and, uh, you know, you grew up, you're a huge fan of John Elway. If you know anyone, if you got any family from, from Denver and sure. he had, uh, not so much post football, but um, the, at, <laughs> but he he has car dealerships, and they were like, this was in the '90s, and they were like, this is sold over five hundred thousand cars. That's more than the number of people that live in Wyoming. 
And I just, as a kid, I was like that. First of all, that's a lot of cars. Secondly, that seems like it's not a lot of Wyomingans. And it's just the one fact I always remember there. So just anytime anything's coming up about Wyoming, I'm just like, well, nobody fucking lives there. No, nobody's bothering anyone. If they are, it's happening less frequently. Just the, uh, you know, there's a temperature, right? And what's temperature a reflection of? It's the electrons bouncing around, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. this is, the, these atoms are less excited there by nature. They like Trump. Yep. They gave them two choices. They didn't like Hillary Clinton. I don't blame them. I would expect <laughs> Montanans to not like the other option. And then they spent four years liking the guy they picked. That's totally rational. Rational. New word. <laughs> Makes sense. Don't tell me it's not a word. I think that... I think the molecules bouncing around creating heat is a very good analogy. Yeah. I agree. What, yeah. That's what, kind of what I was trying to say when I said it's a large state with not a lot of people yeah. in it. You should have drank too much Storyhouse Spirits. This episode brought to you by Straight Rye Whiskey. Batch <laughs> 1, Bottle 38. Goodbye. Um, okay, so Can one see. other one here. Um, recent polling showing uh, versus between Trump and DeSantis. Um, Trump is, still has a pretty large lead um, over DeSantis. I think eight. 18 points. Oh. Um, uh, Trump does over however, where at in, in all over or in Florida? I'm sorry. What, say what? All over or in Florida? All over. Okay. Because I have a clip on the um, Wednesday show of people in Florida, like just at a live news broadcast, just being like, oh, yeah, I'd vote for Trump. Just like nobody. Yeah. So what's interesting, if you look at the data, non-college graduates um, are significantly more in Trump's camp. Um, college graduates, more DeSantis camp, um, as well as that checks out with everyone I know, as well as what are you independents, as yeah. well as independents who lean right are more DeSantis leaning than Trump. Think, yeah, that all checks out. Yeah, those two demographics. I, I don't think that, that adds up to a majority of the population. I think that still favors Trump, is what that means. Yes. So you're That's saying correct. the Democrats need to arrest him for him to not be able to run. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just say he can be charged? Uh, that was a headline I saw today that he could. The DOJ says that if uh, police. I didn't see that headline. I don't. Uh, Trump can be charged Jan 6. Justice Department says Trump can be sued by Capitol Police for January 6 attacks. Mm. I, that would be civil suits, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Not. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so they could sue him for damages. That's it, not yeah. charged suit. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And what was the logic there? Right? He, I mean, what's your series? What's your line of reasoning? Why that makes sense? Oh well, a civil suit, the the bar of evidence is lower. Sure. So, and it's all it's saying is want. that you can sue him. Right. Doesn't mean they're going to win, yeah. but they could. Sure. They're allowed to bring it. I, I yeah. knowing the facts of that matter, I would I would think it'd be reasonable to say, sure, try. Oh, I'm sure some will. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the last headline here, I didn't read this headline, but dropping all over the cable news as we came onto the show today. Was yeah. We talked the, about this like a year ago. You told me about it. The Alex Murdaugh trial. Uh, they found him guilty of murder. The judge, uh, they're not they're probably going to send uh, life, life in prison. If, they, um, if he's guilty of that. Yeah. Not, Cause it was basically what he killed his, his wife and son to cover up yeah. his other crimes. And distract yeah, from. and he used he did all kinds of stuff. He used like two different guns to make it look like there was two different shooters. Um, so yeah, it's it was a six week trial that the jury deliberated in three hours. This is so this is not a nobody, but answer. he's off everyone's radar unless you pay attention to like true crime stories. 
Well, or if you pay attention to South Carolina, it came from a very wealthy family, very regionally wealthy. Like family. if they moved yes. anywhere, you know, outside of South Carolina, they'd be, you know, they ain't Nashville rich, Alan. You <laughs> can't move fair. into Belmead like that. Anyways, uh, by all accounts, this guy is a real piece of shit. And <laughs> so good. Um, I guess there wasn't necessarily an expectation that he was going to be convicted. No, it was, it was up in know, the air. Unanimous. Yeah, yeah. Because he had so much power. That was the thing. Is right. he, he had fuck you money, but he wasn't as rich as people make him sound. But he sure. did have power. And he just, he comes from a family and he is, was a family that uh, had, that, that, that felt like they were above the law. And mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So it seems like he's back, backstory, just a sociopath. Right. Backstory was his son got into a boating accident and somebody on the boat died and the, it, it was found out or suspected that the, that the father who was a lawyer, the father of the son, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was a lawyer, um, manipulated circumstances so that the son could get, uh, get off, uh, could get off. And he did. And then the mother of the victim suspected that and started requesting his financial records just because it happened. By the way, this is all through Natasha. She refused to come <laughs> on the show. So I'm just going to tell everything that I remember her telling me about this. Okay. Um, the, the mom was requesting financial records, the mother of the victim of the, of the boat crash, not these murders, right? Um, mm-hmm. This is prior to COVID. She'd been requesting that. Normally, this guy would have had the power to get this swept under the rug. But because of COVID, the case was delayed. And he didn't have his normal inflection points of leverage. And she Mm. was able to continue to get more and more information. Um, So I think because of that, a lot of other stuff was happening in his life. And then, um, I mean, I don't know a lot of the in-between here. There's a series. There's a couple series. I think we're going to watch it. There's one on Hulu, and I think there's one somewhere else. But um, you talked about this on the show last year. You brought it up. And uh, it was really suspicious as to how his son and wife died. And they suspected, like, maybe mob connections. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So... A very interesting story. Um, I think this is good closure. So, yeah. Um, all right. Should we get into media? Yes. Okay. So, I've been watching a couple things. Poker Face. Um, that's on Peacock Network. <laughs> um, so, if you if you have that, uh, starring Natasha Leone. Nat- it's uh, sort of like a like a modern day Columbo. Oh, really? I love Columbo. Wait, is this woman playing Columbo? Does she have a? Does she talk like that? What's the guy's name? She does What's have Columbo's ma- name. Oh, Peter Falk? No. Yeah, that's wrong. Peter Falk. No, you're right. Is it Peter Falk? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's um, every episode's different. Um, I love episodic one... TV. I need to get Peacock. Yeah. Is Peacock free? I don't think so. I think it is. Is it? Oh, I don't Maybe there's an ad version. I don't know. Um, I got it from my buddy Tim, so I, I don't MBT. have to worry about it. But. Uh, oh, it's exactly. really good. She's very funny, very eccentric, and it is very similar, like Columbo style thing, where you know she kind of at the end just kind of wraps it all up and figures it out, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, um, a lot of fun. Kinda, uh, people are, uh, underestimate her. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I like that. If okay. people know her, she's from uh, she was an American Pie, <laughs> and I can't think of what other stuff she's been in, but she, you'll recognize her. Okay. Um. Anyways, I'm she's excited great. for this next uh, one also, you've been watching. I also watched Shrinking, 
which is on Apple TV, starting, uh, starring Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. It's about uh, Jason Siegel is a psychiatrist. Uh, he works in an office with Harrison Ford. Um, and he decides to go, in his terms, rogue <laughs> as a psychiatrist. Jason Siegel's? Uh, yeah, it's very funny. Um, and Harrison Ford, it, is really Harrison good. Ford funny in it? Yes. And but deadpan Harrison Ford, yes, like you expect. Yeah, is he, do you get the feeling he's stoned out, out of his mind? Like, famous pothead Harrison Ford. Uh, have I you heard that story? That. I thought it was, um, it might have been on Mark Maron, where he, like, he had like a chafing dish. He didn't have a lighter or anything, but he saw the, uh, the, the craft services, and mm-hmm. he went and grabbed the chafing dish, and just put all his pot on the plate and put the lid over it and then ran with it into the limo and then opened the <laughs> lid and just breathed it in. That's hilarious. I fucking I love not Harrison heard that story. Ford. Yeah. Anyways, he's great in it. Uh, it's very funny. Really, okay. I can't recommend that enough okay. uh, on Apple TV. Okay, good. Um, and then to watch it, I, I picked up a new, it. I picked up a new audio book called Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Um, this is the first book in a series of three. This came out in 2018, so it's not brand new. I don't think the last three? one came out. Is it out. like an um, overture? As I like Tchaikovsky's overtures. It's not, not at all. I like the one with the cannons. <laughs> the 1812 yes. overture? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, how do I describe do like this? this? Okay, so yeah. this is, um, it's told from like two different perspectives. It kind of shifts back and forth. Each chapter is the other perspective and it shifts back to the other one back and forth. Um, one perspective back and forth is forever. from... Remember that Cards Against Humanity option? That one gets burned in your head. You don't remember the Cards Against Humanity option? So I haven't played too much Cards Against Humanity. I played a few times, but you know not what? that much. Pretend I didn't say that. Go ahead, Alan. Okay. <laughs> I mentioned so, I drank too much. One of the perspectives, which is very interesting, is he writes from the perspective of like a an alien spider that's evolved. Huh. Um, and there's reasons for that, which the book gets into. Okay. Um, but uh, it's very, very interesting, that that side of it. I guess the, the, the next two books, I've uh, I heard somebody talking about them. Actually, I heard an interview with the author. That's what prompted me to get it. Um, the next two books, the next book is a similar thing, but it's um, like cephalopods, octopus, uh, etc. Octopi. Octopi are sort of the animal version. And then the third book is like ravens and crows. Huh. Uh, so it's told from their perspective partly. I have I love um, ravens and crows. I have a tattoo of Hogan and Munin or Munin. I don't have an accent. So. I, I love I think crows are super interesting. Yeah. Um and I also like, you know, everybody knows I like octopi. So yeah. um everybody knows you love cephalopods. Cephalopods. The other the other perspective is of humanity. Um, this and is a, in each book, dystopic... they show both? Um, you know, I haven't got to the other two books, so I don't know yet. I'm only halfway through this one. Um, when you say the so other the... perspective, do you mean there's two perspectives in each book? I There's two perspectives in this book. I don't know about the other two I books. understand. Okay, I get you. Okay, okay. Yeah. So this is humanity in the far distant future. Uh, the earth is destroyed. We can't live on it anymore because we fucked it up. Um, it's like the so Foundation now, series? Yeah. Like we're, that sort of? Kind of, yeah. So now they're trying to find a new place to live kind of thing. Okay. Um, anyways, really good. I, I got to say, this is the first... Um, this is the first fiction book I picked up in a while where it's just like, man, I don't want to stop listening to this thing. Wow, like, okay. It, I get kind of like, like uh, Ready Player One. Oh, nice. Okay, you, man. The first I mean, time you heard Ready Player One, like you're just like, that's good. like now we live in a world where the movie exists. Like when you first sure. heard of that book, you're like, really? 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you didn't want to stop. Right. Like, this is like that for yeah. me. Okay, um, cool. Really good. Can't Are recommend they, it. How, long, how many hours is the audiobook? Uh, 16 something. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what I do with my history books. I look for those about, I, I like to get the bang for my buck. So I don't mind that. Yeah. yeah. I'm certainly yeah. not going to read a book that long. Good grief. <laughs> if you're going to use your ears you? for a book, do a long one. Uh, I've been watching, we watched, uh, we've been watching Fargo. Uh, I only watched the first season. Then I think I like moved and I didn't have my cable set up and the season started and I didn't have the DVR set up yet. And it was all before streaming would come out immediately. So I just mm-hmm. lost season two and then it was like, well, I'll get into this someday. And someday is now, uh, Natasha mm-hmm. hasn't seen it either. So, uh, rewatching, I seen it. rewatching season one has been good. This is now my third time watching season one or well, I watched like episode one with Natasha, but it had commercials. So we went back to it. So it was my second time watching the, the whole season of season one. And it's as good mm-hmm. as I remember. It's referential to the first movie in a way that isn't telling the same story again. And there's mm-hmm. even a point like four episodes in where they're finally like, do you remember? No, I don't. I don't want to spoil it. There's an artifact in a scene that ties it to the movie, so it is exactly the same universe, which is fun. Um, cool. And then I know the later seasons are really good. I've heard season three is the best one, so I'm really looking forward to getting th- you know through this. This is our new. Uh, we finished. We're up to date on Better Call Saul. Um, at least we haven't seen the ones that aren't available on Netflix yet. Do you get what I mean? Uh, yeah. Anyway, got you. Uh, we paid for a movie that was so bad that we left 15 minutes in. Uh, I highly recommend nobody get persuaded by the last deals trailer. I'm not going to say it was a good trailer. I'm just saying it was like, eh, (laughs) sure. I'll watch a $3 movie or something like that. Um, It looked good enough. It was just like the acting was bad. The writing was bad. Just everything about it was bad other than the fact that it was shiny, I guess, you know, but, um, and it was filmed like a 2000s action movie. So it wasn't, it was, if it was filmed like the most recent Die Hard. you know, it was just (laughs) not pleasant to like, it was just a bad movie. Don't watch it. All right. Uh, I'll avoid that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to um, your options uh, for the end of the show. Um, So (laughs) I have a simple just asking question, a little bit of a trivia about a movie. Uh, I thought it might fit because the last show I asked you about the Ustedes form of Batman being the Batman um, or the Usted form being the Batman. I guess the Ustedes Mm -hmm. form would be the Batman. No. Or that Batman. Uh, that Batman. Yeah. That Batman. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the Batman is Usted and that Batman is Ustedis. We got it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want a little trivia about uh, Batman Forever, the movie? Or. What's my other option? Yes. You could play a game where you identify if it's two pottery. Po- sorry. If it's two pottery barn couches with their names pushed together. It's not a mashup, so it's just two. I'm just picking two Pottery Barn couch names. Um, okay. Or is it the name of a lesser-known uh, member of the House of Representatives? Oh, I, that sounds fun. I want fun. that one. Let's okay. do that game. If I highlight everything so I can read it, can you read it? Or does it, is it no, highlighted for you? Alan, come on. Hold on. I'm going to see if you're fucking lying. You highlight it. You highlight it. Then I'll be able to see it if I highlight it. Oh, fuck. Don't highlight it. How is it not? I can, all I okay, can, highlight one I of the s- other things. Highlight the pa- the paragraph above it. I can see that you highlighted it. I know that this, Alan, I know you can see it. Can you see that there's a difference? Be all honest. I can see is house stock gov slash representatives. I can't see anything else. Okay, if anybody, I'm going to test this with Natasha. If I find out you're lying. I'm you, screenshotting. It's going to hurt more that you're lying. It. It's, okay, good. All right, cool. Because like I said, it's just, it's going to hurt more that you're lying. 
I don't mind. Mine. If you, okay. All right. Fine. I can't see it. Okay. All right. So uh, how's this better? Two House of Representatives and one sofa or <laughs> two sofas and a House of Representative? I've got enough oh, to do wow. either. Let's try both ways and see which one's better. So I'll give okay. you... Let's try so, two representatives and a sofa first. Okay. All right. So I've got... Let me lean in so I can read it. Okay. So I have Nanette Brannigan. Okay. Henley Chesterfield and Sanford Bishop. Okay, and that's two two of those representatives and one is the couch. Yes, I can I can Or give two couch names put together. No, no. I think yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Do, do you, we should repeat it so say, the listeners can play. I'm gonna say Sanford Bishop is the couch. Well, what are the other I said we should repeat it, and then you gave your answer. Oh, sorry. So we have sorry. Sanford Bishop as a couch. We have what was the other one? Nanette Brannigan. Uh-huh. Hopefully I didn't give you and another we'll, one. And uh and I don't remember actually. Henley Chesterfield. Henley, it was Henley. Henley yeah. Chesterfield. Okay. So which one are you saying is a sofa? Stanford Bishop? Yes. That is a member of the house from the fine state of Georgia. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Henley Chesterfield is uh, two sofas. <laughs> you know what's fun is there's people with the real names. Um, like right. Chesterfield is also someone's name. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right okay let's, so do, let's do it do with two, two sofas and one representative okay yeah. all right um henley chesterfield no um <laughs> i have okay okay <laughs> this is so much fun <laughs> all right um we've got eleanor norton okay Wait, how is this one working again? <laughs> so we're doing two... Oh, two couches. Rep, two okay. couches, or four couches, technically. Four couches oh, and one rep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we've got York Buchanan, Vern okay. Buchanan. Wait, what was, the, what was the second one? Wait. York Buchanan, and then what? Vern Buchanan. Okay. Or Theo Carlisle. And you're going to identify the House of Representatives in this one. I can't be asked to tell you which names I've chosen. <laughs> the the randomizer is <laughs> broken. What did I say? York Buchanan, um, Vern Buchanan, and Theo and, Carlisle. Okay, I'm going to say Vern is a representative. Hey, yes, the representative All right. from Florida. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I only picked um, uh, uh, members of Congress through the letter f so we still have no through i for, through iowa so we still have a lot of states that i haven't even looked at um so this game this can is a go fun on. game this is a fun game we should do this more often yeah for I, sure I'm right, down. Right. um i don't think we have any other way to close the show this better oh i can tell you yeah, yeah i uh, i only see you once a week twice a week um check this out oh wow it's all healed it's like normal skin yeah that's amazing i can like touch it and it's not gross it's that's yeah. great, man. Yeah, man. That's really great. Yeah, it is great. It'll leave a good reminder though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Drive yeah, safe. Cheers. That was fun. Cheers. Right. When a guy's banging you, y'all let me in his damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. Cat turd. I will not suffer. This harlot. <laughs> How 
great, an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.